Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Okay, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. There's Saul Tlamachia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. But if it's a genuine reaction and it's for the boys, not again, like not directed towards somebody, then yeah. Like, I'll say it right now, I think Alec Manoa goes about it the wrong way. Uh, you know what I mean? I, 100%. I think he does. You can find videos, footage of him in the AAA, of AAA going like this to a hitters. Yeah. You know what I mean? He Last year, telling uh, Frenchie and Bobby, like, like uh, go sit and yeah. shit like that. And it's just like, and looking right at him. Yeah. So it's like, you know, shit like that, like, that shit just pisses me off. And like I said, it's not, it's not, it's not the way it should be played. It should be played like... You're celebrating it with your team. You're not. You're not disrespecting another player who's. You know, at the end of the day, just we're just trying to compete, man. That's right. It. Well, how do you really feel, Alex Verdugo? Yeah. Well, there you go. Passion. We love it. Baseball isn't boring because of passion, and this is what we're talking about today, along with some other stuff. Alec Verdugo, Andrew McCutcheon, both on baseball isn't boring today, passionately talking about. The where we are when it comes to emotions in baseball, Major League Baseball, is there a carryover than WBC? Is there acceptance in terms of more emotions? Well, these are two guys who I really, really so glad I had them on. And by the way, thanks so much to FanDuel for being part of our partnership where every moment matters. Every moment matters when it comes to baseball and these guys' eyes in the sense that why hold back when you have that moment, why why not show emotion? Why not have fun? It's a conversation that keeps on going and going and going. But I really was sort of it struck me. And if anyone saw the first at bat for Alex Verdugo of the year, he hits a triple. 
He gets the third, and he's just exhorting the fans. He's waving up and down. And all I can think of, well, you know, this is next level in terms of him showing emotion, in terms of players showing emotion. And it, it felt like he almost carried over from his time in the WBC, and that's one of the things I wanted to ask him. And obviously with Andrew McCutcheon, this is a guy who was never afraid to, to show his personality on the field when a lot of guys weren't showing their personality in the field. And that's what's great about talking to McCutcheon. So two guys, the perfect two guys, I think. And by the way, man, how about those comments about Manoa? I mean, this is the other part about this, is that you show emotion on the field, but also another big, big issue, which it comes to, it's okay to be honest. It's okay to tell people how you feel. You know, we had... Joe Kelly on last year, actually Joe went into Chicago radio station, WSCR, and 670 in Chicago after the Tim Anderson, Josh Donaldson thing and called Josh Donaldson a douche because that's how he felt. And that's his point after talk after that, talking to him and also in the book, A Damn Near Perfect Game, says it as well. But he, he just says, well, why aren't we just saying – you know, if you're a good teammate, why aren't you saying how you feel? As long as you're a good teammate, stick it up for your guys. Why aren't you just saying how you feel? And when you hear Alex Verdugo talk, that's how he feels about Alex Manoa. There you go. That's it. I mean, he has a problem with how he acts. He's saying it. He's not holding back. And this is all part about how baseball is. And baseball can be. And baseball should be which is showing your personality and showing your emotions. By the way, in case anyone missed missed it, baseball is thriving so far this year. Just off to a great start. We had talked about the opening weekend. We went through it. Go back and listen to yesterday's podcast. It was awesome. But then new series, new games, new teams going back and forth with each other. And how about this? How about, how about the fact that Tampa Bay, and not only 4-0, it's insane how they're doing it. It's absolutely insane. Their first four starters have an 0-3-9 ERA after Drew Rasmussen had another six scoreless innings. 0-3-9 ERA. That's crazy. That's nuts. I mean, so that's just one storyline. The Twins, they're undefeated. Go back and listen to Rocco Baldelli on Baseballs and Boring talk about the importance of getting off to a good start. When people give off, get off to a good start, we have them on. There you go. Rocco Baldelli, excellent as always. Go listen to yesterday. So the Twins off to a great start. The Angels, how about them? 3-1. Otani, <laughs> is he going to be able to play in the postseason? Remember, the Angels got off to a good start last year too and this fizzled manager get fired. That's another thing. The Phillies haven't won a game. This is crazy. All of this stuff is nuts. And obviously you have this this dramatic walk-off in San Diego. It's just great. I mean, all of this is great. Every single day something happens. And, And to come back to our original conversation, because this stuff is happening, people are excited about baseball, and the players are showing their excitement. They're showing their excitement across the board. And I want you to listen to, first we're going to listen, let you listen to Alec Verdugo and then Andrew McCutcheon. Listen to these guys. They offer an insight that, you know, I think from the outside it's hard to get your head around. 
they offer an insight from the player's perspective, from emotional player's perspective. All right, here you go. We'll subscribe, listen, rate, review. Thank you to everybody. Baseball isn't boring. At BB isn't boring. Here's Verdugo. It's just one of those things that the WBC, like, it, it just, I don't know, it kind of, like, makes it, like, just makes it emotional. You know what I mean? It makes it, like, where you could celebrate these things. And I feel like in baseball, um, at least in the past, it's been a lot of, uh, you know, like, hey, you got to be professional or, or be humble or, or, you know, just, like, act like you've been there before, kind of. But it's, like, at the same time, I feel like everybody should understand, like, how hard it is to play in the big leagues, how hard it is to get a hit, how hard it is to even do something good. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, let's, let's still remember, like, like we're, do, we're, we're still playing a hard game. Like, let's still celebrate. Even if you're down fucking five, six runs, like, still celebrate, you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, like, that's what gets the motive, like, that's what gets the guys going. That's what gets some energy. Like, um, I think we did it what was it the second game where we came back and I think it was seven to one yeah something like that yeah, yeah. and uh well you hit the home run and like okay yeah let's I go. hit the home run and, and I believe it was seven to three after that yeah. and it was like yeah we're down by a lot but I mean it didn't stop me from showing emotion it didn't stop me from being like you know let's go and I think that's something that um, you know, with offenses nowadays, it's just you can put up five, six runs in an inning easily. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't ever really feel like you're too far out, even if the scoreboard says like like a big uh, difference. But yeah, for me, it's just you know, like your best uh, carrying over that emotion. Just you know, I'm just excited. And I love playing this game, and you know, just. Like, this is one of those years, man, that I, I just I feel good and I just, you know, want to bring it and set a tone and, you know, just kind of bring that excitement back. The, so the WBC is, is was sort of like you said, like, we all know that we like emotion. We all know that, that, but there's always a hesitation. But then you have the WBC where a guy scores a run in the fourth inning and everyone comes out, right? Yeah. And I would like, and I've talked to, I talked to Stroman about this. I talked to other guys about it. Like, the hope is that it carries over. Yep. And that's so, like, do, do you sense that, that maybe, maybe, maybe that that will be something that happens? Like, Yeah, I think, you know, obviously the, the, you can't be as as intense as the WBC because that's, like, that was like a two-week thing and it felt like, you know, once I was done, it was like, you're exhausted. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, it's yeah. like a lot of emotions. <laughs> like at the, it's like playing, like... World Series baseball, like for all, like the entire year, and yeah. like that would just be impossible. Um, but I think, like, I think you know, like having very, like you know, variants of it, where it's like, hey, throughout the year, you know, showing it, like you know, you don't need to always come out of the dugout. And right. Be, oh, like, well, that's what Cora was saying. So he's waiting for that first time in the regular season when everyone yeah. rolls out. But I mean, I don't know if it's going to get to that level. Maybe in the playoffs, I don't know. Yeah, but, playoffs, hundred yeah, yeah, percent. I mean, yeah. that's all. I mean, wild card game. I mean, games in September that means something yeah. and and you know you're fighting for a spot like yeah that's all understandable but I think for me it's just more of uh, you know showing emotions and, and like you know just you know having your thing each guy has their own celebration yeah. me I don't really know what I'm gonna do it just kinda comes out well that you can see that when you get on third yeah I mean, like that was to me that was genuine that yeah. was like that's what I thought of I said and you know I know that you celebrate before but to me that seemed like okay you know let's yeah, go exactly and then yeah. I think as long as it's natural and like you don't really cause I, you don't need to 
to you know have a celebration or already have one in mind it's like you know, go out there handle your business and whatever happens like let the game like tell you and I think yeah you know showing emotions getting fired up after a strikeout getting fired up after a defensive play after a, a key walk you know what I mean in a certain spot like these things are they should be celebrated in a certain extent last thing do you think there's an acceptance in baseball for this stuff yeah you know, like even more so even like than last year certainly yeah. more than the year before and everything yeah. else yeah yeah i think you know growing up uh, when i was in the minors so like around 14 15 um you know those were like it was pretty I was frowned upon to yeah. show emotions yeah. and that's where i said like a lot of the older heads were veterans and guys were all like act like you've been here this that you know and it's like at the end of the day you know i don't need to act like i've been here for 5 10 15 years or or been here for one year at the end of the day i I love playing this game and i genuinely get excited Mm -hmm. and it's like you know what emotions are good in 162 plus uh, game season you need emotions you need it it gets the other guys fired up whether they're laughing having a good time whether they're getting hyped up too it's just it's good to show emotions and you know you want to show these kids too it's like you know this is how you do it now with the whole staring down people and bat like throwing your bat crazy and you know like i said staring down a pitcher or a pitcher staring at you and looking at you and saying some shit like it's a little bit different yeah you, know, you start going into like you crossing over into the disrespectful and like i don't really play like that i don't like that shit um you know that's when i start having a little bit of problems with it it's like you know, like, hey, you want to pimp shit? You want to look at the ball and do whatever you want? Skip, hop, jump. Like, look at the ball. Like, there's no reason right. to stare at the pitcher and be like, yeah, what's up? Yeah. And then vice versa with the pitcher striking out a hitter. Like, you want to get fired up? Like, look at your dugout. Like, let's go. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You don't need to look at me at the plate and, like, be like, like you know, fuck you. Like, let's yeah, yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just don't. It's just you won that You won that scenario. You did. And, you know, like I think that's when you start getting a little bit muddy. But if it's a genuine reaction and it's for the boys, not again, like not directed towards somebody, then yeah. Like I'll say it right now, I think Alec Manoa goes about it the wrong way. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I think he does. You can find videos, footage of him in the AAA, of AAA going like this to uh, hitters. Yeah. You know what I mean? He Last year telling uh, Frenchie and Bobby, like, like uh, go sit and yeah. shit like that and it's just like and looking right at him yeah so it's like you know shit like that like that shit just pisses me off and like i said it's not it's not it's not the way it should be played it should be played like you're celebrating it with your team you're not fucking you're not disrespecting another player who's you know at the end of the day just we're just trying to compete man That's right. It. right hey i'm brett podolsky co-founder of the farmer's dog we make fresh food for dogs we started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog jada when she stopped eating ultra processed kibble and started eating fresh whole food the farmer's dog food isn't fancy it's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs it's better for them and easier for you get 50 percent off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast that's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast you know, pointed and passionate stuff from Verdugo. That's what we want, right? We said it. I'll say it again. If you feel a way, then go ahead. Just talk about it. That's all right. And I'm sure, you know, Manoa won't be happy. Oh, well. You know, but, you know, it's, it's said on the field. So why not just say it when, when, you, when, you, when you wanted to talk about it? Why not? Anyway, Andrew McCutcheon is, is one of the great personalities in the game, one of the great players in the game. And... And I had never talked to him before, 
and then getting a chance to sit down with him to talk about this subject, it was awesome. It was great. I mean, he just, he, he's, you like the guys who don't give you the can't answer. You like the guys who you can tell this is how they feel. They're just talking. It's you're just two guys chopping it up. And that's what we did with McCutcheon. All right. Well, once again, thanks to everybody who's listening. Thanks to everybody who's joined the cause. Uh, thanks to everybody who's wearing the gear. Thanks to everybody who's buying the books. Thanks to everybody. All right. I hope everybody enjoyed this one. Um, and, and listen, I mean, baseball isn't boring. And these guys, I think, are here to prove it. Here's Andrew McCutcheon. Have have you seen an acceptance of emotion more as the years have gone on? Uh, I mean, I, I think emotion's always been there. Uh, I mean, you kind of have to. It has to be. Um, I think. Uh, I think it's just the, the level of emotion. I think. I, I think it's what people deem emotion. I guess. If you look in the early seventies, eighties, even nineties, steroids. Roy rages and, and brawls and you know that there was emotion back then you know so I don't I, I think a lot of people you know who were around that time to, to now I think it's a little different of emotion you know because it's not necessarily you know, there's way less brawls and guys getting balls thrown over over their heads and things like that um but uh, yeah, I think that's just more of a flair to to the to the emotion now in the game that people. I think that's that's the point the part. I think when you, when you ask if it's boring, not boring, or if you're talking about emotion, I think it's more from a, a dramatic or a flair, a flair for the dramatic type. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess to answer your question, I guess it's more acceptable. I mean, you know, people. I mean, you don't you don't see too many people throwing at people more on purpose, you know, on purpose because of someone decided to flip a bat or someone decided to celebrate, take their time around the bases after a home run. Like it just doesn't happen that much anymore because you know that major league baseball doesn't want it to happen. So um, they they kept that, they put that in the hands of the umpires to. To you know, figure to one, you know, if, did he do it on purpose? If so, he's out of the game. Mm-hmm. Before that wasn't a thing, you know, mm-hmm. really wasn't a big thing. Now, so that 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 in itself helps people be a little more emotional, I guess. You know, I was talking to Jazz Chisholm. I was talking to other Trevor Story about it was a few years ago. They wouldn't even let you wear multicolored cleats. Yeah, right. Got, they got us to thank for that for all the fines we used to get <laughs> back in you know when I was coming up. You know, you had to be fifty percent, fifty one percent. Fifty one percent, yeah. And I, I'd always just push push the needle on that one because I was like, I'm not gonna be, you know, fifty one percent black on my cleats. So I got plenty of warnings for that, but luckily uh they're definitely a lot more Well they finally but that's what kids looked at, right? Mm-hmm. Right? I mean this we're finally getting there. Mm-hmm. And I guess when we when we talk about emotion, like I look at the WBC, I was just talking to Verdugo about this. Is that we would like to think that it carries over. Mm-hmm. It's never going to be like you're coming out of the dugout in the fourth inning to celebrate a run, you know, probably in the regular season. But there is, I don't know if you feel like baseball is, like you said, baseball is sort of trending that way, whereas before it wasn't. 
Yeah, I mean, you have to you have to realize the people and their emotions and why they have them. You know, everyone has a different story of why they're here and how they got here. So, a lot of times when these guys are going out there and they're showing their raw emotion, it's it's because of how they grew up. It's because of where they come from. I mean, you look at you, you look at all you look at Venezuela and Dominican. You look at those teams and you you, you watch their games in winter ball when they're playing. Surely they're playing. And you see the way that they play the game, but. Um, you understand the crowd. You understand like why why it is the way that it is. You know, and, um, you know, they, it's it's a different ball game there. You know, they, they they want that. You know, they're they're showmen. They're entertainers. You know, we, honestly, that's what we that's what we all are. We're here. We're here to entertain. That's what, that's what people pay the money for. They pay to be entertained, and you entertain them in many different ways. It's more, it's more than, than just the generic strikeout or the home run. Um, it's, it's what you do, and it's what makes you unique, and what makes people remember you and um you know i, I think uh you know people are you know you're starting to see it more and the game's evolving changing in a lot of different ways and it's one of the ways it's changing were you ever told like early on say hey so besides the shoes thing no no, no not, really. not really um no i mean yeah i mean you know there was definitely a little more policing in the game of, you know you could be deemed this type of player if you acted this certain way you know if you were a person who felt like you were disrespecting the game in some certain way or shape or form you know you know you were you were you know might be taken in a corner and might tell you like hey you can't do that or you're gonna have a you know fastball thrown at your head next time you know but I think it gets to the point where people come up and I think it's gotten to the point where people are like I don't care if they throw a fastball at my head you know you know and it's just the way that I am and they have to accept that so that's a good thing you think yeah it's a great thing yeah yeah. It's great for baseball. It's yeah. great. It's, you're, you're able to individualize yourself in a team sport. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, you can do something that, you know, a little kid sees and the kid's going to do it, you know, quite frankly. And, I mean, we, we see it We see it even in today's game. There, there are certain things that can be a little too over the top, but at the end of the day, I mean, you're going to be who you are. And uh, if you stay true to yourself and that's what you do, then that's what you do, you know. So, so, uh, I, not, I look at it as yeah, that's just the game. That's the way it is. You know? That's fine. Who was the kid that, as a kid, who was the guy that you were like? Because we all imitated, with, you know, wiffle ball, bad flips. Mm-hmm. Like, who was the guy that you imitated? Who was Griffey, the guy? Griffey. Griffey. But look, look at who Griffey was. Right. Look but at, he had the hat backwards, like yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he he was different, and he stood out, and that's what I saw, and that's what I wanted to do because he was. He was different, you know. He was he was outside of the mold of the game, and that's what made him who he was. On top of being really really good at baseball, but he he, he brought his own flair to the game. And do you think that was accepted when he first came over? Probably not. No, probably not. But you know what a lot of people were saying was, you know, well he better be good. You know, <laughs> he was more than good. You know? And uh, but that's 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 the game, and that's what I think people. Need to accept, is, you know, people are gonna come up and they do something that you may not be used to when it comes to this game. Um, but you accept it because that's what makes them them. I think that's what makes the game fun. Are you having as, because of all this? Are you having as much fun as you ever had? I always have had fun. I've never changed who I am. Yeah, I've been the same exact person since I first came up. You know, I have 
been more or less. I've just been myself. So um, whatever that means to other people, then that's what that means. But um, yeah, man, I've always had fun. It's not like I'm having more fun. I just I've always have. So it's just good. The last thing is we ask everybody this question: Why baseball isn't boring? Right? There's no wrong answer to it. I've had a bunch of different answers. Manfred, I asked him the other day. Um, he had an answer. So for you, why isn't baseball boring? Because we're one percent. We're the one percent. We do something that a lot of people in this world can't do. So it can't be boring if you're going out there and doing something that a very small percentage of people can do. And do it at the level that you can do it. That's what makes the game so fun. That's what makes it entertaining. And that's why so many people watch it. We can play 162 regular season games and still keep people in the seats. It has to be some type of fun. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of the Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I, uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to the Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it.